when brands do reach out to influencers, they're reaching out because they see that your content resonates with the kind of people they're trying to reach also. Hello, and welcome back to the Bold Ambition podcast. Happy mid-October. I can't believe we are five episodes in. At the time this podcast is up and scheduled, I will actually be on my way back home from a birthday trip. So this week there will not be any bold moves. My intention is to get back from my trip, get settled, and discuss all the October moves I made so far, just because these few episodes have been a little bit different. Today we are joined by the lovely Vicky Nanan. She is an Instagram aesthetic queen. We talk all things social media anxiety, planning the perfect grid, taking a pretty photo, and of course, accepting brand deals as a micro-influencer. So if you're not already following her, go ahead and check her out on Instagram at vicky.nonin. That's N-O-N-N-O-N. And without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, first of all. I think what you're doing is amazing, and I love everything about it. But um, yeah, so I'm Vicky. I'm 22. I recently graduated from the University of Texas at Austin, (laughs) and I got um, a Bachelor's of Science degree in advertising and minored in business. And currently, as a post-grad, I am kind of jobless right now, and I'm living at home in San Antonio, and yeah, I guess you could say I'm kind of like, quote unquote, a micro influencer. Yeah, I know. I know we talked about this a few months ago when I saw you back in July about how you're using this time to kind of rebrand yourself. Can you tell me a little bit about how the idea kind of began? Just to give everyone a background, first of all, of your Instagram followers or your aesthetic that you go for or the brands that you work for. Like, Tell me how it all came to fruition. So yeah, so basically quarantine was a really interesting time for so many people. For myself, I felt like I was really in a rut because I had just lost my internship and then I moved back home and it was like my senior year and I was just, I was feeling like really uninspired and just kind of stuck. And so I found myself spending a lot of time on social media, like as one does, like when you don't have anything to do, you know? And so I guess, honestly, the first thing that even introduced me to like this space was my boredom and then being on TikTok. And actually I started like making like creative TikToks and like doing things here and there. And then one of my TikToks kind of went viral, which was like so random. Um, And it was just like a painting thing. Like I was literally just like bored, like going through the motions and basically, what I'm trying to say is that I started posting things and just kind of like letting my creativity flow. And I did that with the outlet of TikTok just because I, at the time, like nobody knew who I was on TikTok. Like nobody, nobody still does. Like, I'm not saying that I'm like this TikTok person because I'm not, but I think the idea was that I didn't know anybody and I could just start fresh because honestly, in the past, Instagram and social media has given me so much anxiety so I had like I had no intention of actually like starting to try and like be an influencer or like reach out to brands and like work with brands and stuff but 
after doing that little creativity patch or journey on TikTok, I keep saying TikTok, but yes, on TikTok, I was like, you know what, this is like, like, why not? Like, why am I like hiding so much from Instagram? Why am I feeling so anxious about just like posting for no reason, just because I just felt so much like pressure to like be somebody that I wasn't like in the past. And so I just kind of was like, you know, I'm just gonna take a cute picture. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna say what I want. And then I did that. And um, the brand that I was wearing, which was Girlfriend, they ended up reposting it on their their Instagram story. So I know a lot of people saw me from that. And then I just started getting people like following me and just like commenting. And it was it was really interesting. Like from there, things just kind of like started tumbling, I would say. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. I want to talk a little bit about your social media anxiety before this journey, because I I think I, I'm kind of like you in the sense that I post whatever I want. I write long captions. I Yes, I love to keep it pretty and keep a nice aesthetically pleasing grid, but I know that a lot of people do not feel comfortable doing that. And they won't want, they don't want to post more than once a week or more than once a month. People use social media in different ways. So what was your journey before this? So I was just like, I feel like any other person on Instagram, you know, back in 2014, just posting whatever, like it didn't, it, it didn't matter that much, but I was always, I've always just kind of been this kind of person who's, I guess, is just really anxious when it comes to social media, even like Facebook, like I didn't, I never did the whole like feeling sad today, like, you know, post like on Facebook, you know, like when I was in middle school, just because I just, I've always had anxiety about that kind of stuff. So I feel like the first kind of phase that I went through where I was, was really afraid of Instagram or just social media um, was when I started getting into like the modeling world, like locally, like in San Antonio. Um, like I had a photographer who I love so much. She had reached out to me um, to shoot. And at that time, like I hadn't really taken pictures like that. I had only taken pictures with my best friend for his art projects in high school. So when someone else reached out to me, it was like this instant like moment of gratification and like like oh I'm wanted like someone thinks that like I'm pretty enough to be in front of the camera kind of a thing so I think that was you know a little bit of an ego boost which at the time I definitely needed because insecurities and whatever yeah that was like the first stage I feel like where I was I was comfortable on Instagram so I would take these pictures and then have them like sent to me and then I would post about them and it just kind of worked out to where all of the photographers that I have worked with in the past, like they, not that they have the same aesthetic, but like the colors all kind of went together and it felt very like me and I was happy to be working with those photographers and like the brands that they were working with. So that was like my first phase into being more comfortable on Instagram. And then once I started doing that, I all of a sudden just started feeling like I had this expectation of myself that I probably I projected it onto myself because I thought people were thinking this about me that I you know I had to post the best pictures I always had to like pose I had to always make sure they were super edited so I never really took pictures on my phone prior to I guess this past summer they were all just photographers pictures because I was just terrified to even like venture into that territory that gave me a lot of anxiety and I felt I was putting so much pressure on myself to be this person that I don't even think people 
really even saw me as, but I was just like internally just, oh, I'm not getting enough likes. I'm not, I'm not getting enough comments. I'm not, people aren't saying things to me, you know? And there was actually this one picture and my best friend, David Dooley will tell you, <laughs> we were trying to figure out like a caption for this one picture that I had. And I love the picture. I love the photographer. I love everything about it, whatever. But it was like the caption just like, I couldn't get the caption right, like quote unquote right. And that just like stuck with me. And then I, we came up with this like funny caption that was like our humor and maybe people don't get it and that's perfectly fine. And I posted it and I remember like getting like 30 likes and I was like, oh my gosh, which is like 30 likes is like, it's whatever. Like it doesn't even matter. But like at the time I was like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. I'm like, nobody likes it, blah, blah, blah. And I just went down this spiral and I didn't like post on Instagram for like six months to like a year because I was just so anxious about everything. And I just felt like I couldn't live up to anybody's standards. So then that's when quarantine happened. And I was like, okay, well, I'm bored. I'm alone. Like mental health isn't the best. Like, you know, we're all just trying to deal with like so much. So outlet was being creative. And I've always, you know, like low-key, like wanted to like try to do the whole influencer thing, but like I never really like sought it out. I never even like knew how to do that. And I wouldn't even say that I like pushed for it. It just kind of, it kind of happened. So I, I don't know. I thought it was, it was really interesting, the little transitions. Yeah. So now fast forward to the beginning of quarantine, you have free time on your hands what do you like how do you start planning this beautiful grid that you have how do you gain the confidence to post a tiktok i am on tiktok but i don't post tiktoks but it's something that i've wanted to do because it's out of my comfort zone it's a new social media outlet i work in social media so i should know tiktok so i feel like i am also under that pressure where it's like oh well i should be on there um how did you kind of find the balance like was it just fun and then you it just started looking pretty or how did you find like your rhythm so actually, I, when I started posting stuff on TikTok and I, you know, I got like one or two like semi like viral like videos and they were like more creative ones and it was like hair stuff and like painting and things like that. I realized, you know, like people actually like this kind of stuff and I like sharing about this and I like being creative and, you know, doing like little nail tutorials and things. But at the same time, which I feel like I'm going through this what I went through on Instagram, I'm going through it on TikTok now because I started getting like panicky because I was like, oh no, now people are here because they want to see like lifestyle content, you know, like they don't want to see a stupid video of me trying to do a dance because it's TikTok and why not, you know? So I started getting really self-conscious on TikTok. And so now I'm in that phase on TikTok. So I'm like, I haven't really posted. I don't really do much on there, but I'm starting to get out of that and I definitely am going to start doing more just fun stuff but in terms of like gaining that confidence I definitely think you know the community that you build around yourself on Instagram is really important because I feel like you know these are the kind of people that are going to be like liking your pictures these are the kind of people who are commenting and you know if people are genuine about it then they're saying like really nice things and that's that's always so good to hear and it's definitely like an ego booster and like it definitely makes you feel wow like I can do this you know um and honestly I think my mindset just kind of changed because I was just like I I don't have anything to lose right now you know like 
I think a big thing too is the fact that I was home and I wasn't at school like back at UT and I wasn't going to run into anybody and they didn't have to comment and be like oh I saw you did that weird post or like oh you're being so vulnerable on Instagram like you know and I don't know if people would actually do that but I just don't I didn't want to ever have to face that so I think this being in isolation definitely helped with that confidence to just be like well I'm going to post and no one can say anything to me unless they actually like text me about it or DM me. So, yeah. And I think up until now, I mean, I don't know. I, up until now, it looks like you've received a lot of positive feedback because the, sh- the content that you share is very wholesome and colorful and almost is like a light to someone's day. I personally think um, from the way I consume your content. So I can't imagine someone critiquing something so positive but I mean people do that anytime anyway but so tell me about like do you plan your grid or how is that process first of all thank you so much that like that means so much to me wow okay um yes I my friends will tell you I plan my grid like no other it is it's very intense (laughs) but honestly I love like I love looking at like colors and like all the things like that. I know that in the past, I would also get anxiety because of a theme because it's so hard to pick just one theme and stick with it. So my goal, it wasn't even a goal. It was just what I like to do was I really like colorful things. And, you know, my wardrobe wasn't like the most colorful until I started like, you know, buying little things here and there to like make myself feel happy. And I think that's just part of like my 2020 journey of like finding myself in a way, you know, um, and finding my style. But I guess my main goal for my Instagram page and just like social media is to be very like positive and I guess to be really like authentic and real also because, you know, social media is a highlight reel. We all know this, but um, I definitely love when people tell me uh, like when they come to my page and they just they feel really happy or they like they want to smile or something like that makes my day and like that makes me just want to like make more like happy content too and not to say that everything is happy all the time because it's not and I definitely explain what's happening like in my life or something you know in a caption like I said love my colors whenever I'm looking at like my grids which I use like unum and like planoli I don't know if you know people yeah people know about those but I try to just I don't even know how to explain it. I try to just like match colors like across the board, like across the feed, like nothing that's like right after the other. And also I feel like it's really important to also not be super hard on yourself with like grid planning because I know I have to constantly remind myself that because like I said, I love like planning little details here and there, but at the same time, it can, it can be very overwhelming and it can be overwhelming for someone who like, you're just like trying to start like just doing what you want to do and yeah it can be very overwhelming so I think even just posting something that you just like really want to post that day like why not just post it like you don't have to always plan it so in terms of like my process so it really just depends on what I'm feeling like posting like I said it could just be like a random day where like I like this outfit and I think I'm gonna wear it and I'm gonna look cute and I'm gonna take a picture in it because why not And then, you know, another time might be for a brand. So I just got sent some clothes that I I need to be shooting. And so like, they're like these 
bright orange pants. I'm like, yes, this is perfect. This is gonna like fit into the feed kind of a thing. It's also like, it's something that I really like and I'm so grateful for. I kind of just look at my feed, look at like what I've already posted, you know, if it's like an indoor picture, an outdoor picture, like a close-up, a food picture. Like I try to keep it like a mix of different things and I'm trying to incorporate more food and more like wellness aspects into it also. So yeah, I look at, you know, the setting of where it's at and then I'll just grab my little brother or my ex-roommate who lives like down the street from me or my best friend or whatever and they'll help me just take pictures like you know in the streets or like at home I'll be in my room I try to use you know what I have because you know in an ideal world I would love to be like the cutesy girl who has her fun apartment and can decorate and do all the things and like I would love that you know but right now like things are just different and that's perfectly fine and you just use what you have and yeah so like I'll just take pictures in different corners of the room one tip I do have is to record yourself when you're taking pictures because it's I have struggled a lot with like self-timer I don't know if anyone else does but I'm just I'm not that great at self-timer so that's why I need someone else or if like everyone's busy I use um the video aspect like I just record myself I'll just stand there and like do different poses and like stop a little bit do another pose and just like play around and like have fun like put on some music and just like have fun with it and then at the end I just go through the video screenshot it edit it and then upload it and I actually I edit all my pictures on like the photos app I don't actually edit them like on visco or anything which I used to do but sometimes I just find visco like overwhelming and like all the other apps kind of get overwhelming to me so I just I like to keep my picture is kind of like bright and airy. And I think it's like, it's really easy just to do that on literally on Apple or like the photo editing app, just, you know, increase brightness, contrast, blah, blah, blah. Also, yeah, like finding like your personal style, of like filter or like whatever. I think that's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's important in a way if you want like that cohesive like style. And so I found something that works for me that doesn't stress me out. Like I know exactly how much brightness I need to do and whatever, and I adjust it and I just, yeah. I think that was a really pivotal moment too for Instagram and like social media is like finding the right editing. Cause you're like, oh yes, I vibe with this. I like this, so yeah. Yeah, I think even people or influencers sell presets and like, damn, they're making some coin with that it isn't like it's let's just be real it is important in today's digital age especially as millennial women or as gen z women we need to stay on top of the trends especially because we worked in media advertising journalism especially if we want to get into that uh professional industry i think the perfect way to demonstrate that showing your branding skills your writing skills is through your own personal brand i personally think i think you agree yeah absolutely how did you start to insert yourself into the micro-influencer community? Because it's one thing to start taking pretty pictures and write great captions, but it's another thing to actually gain an audience and be recognized by brands. Right. So I guess, honestly, I would say that like curiosity killed the cat kind of a thing. Like I was just really curious to see who else was liking the brands that I was liking, you know, because like I said, again, quarantine, you're alone, I'm bored, what else am I going to do? So 
I would go on different brands pages that I really liked and just kind of see like who was commenting on like pictures because I personally I used to never be that person to comment because again anxiety I didn't want people seeing what I was saying I thought it was weird to connect with anybody on social media but yeah so I would just yeah go to like different brands pages and then I would just try to see like what people were saying and I'm like okay well if these people are commenting like that means that they support the brand too and maybe they have the same style or something so it just kind of like started rolling from there in a way and I would just click on someone's profile and be like wow like I really resonate with what they're saying I love the vibe the energy's great aesthetics um and they seem really like like genuine you know and so I would follow them and like I guess the big step I would say is me actually communicating with them because like I said anxiety it's just it's it's hard trying to talk to someone that you just don't even know like on social media and like opening up to them you know so I would see like people post a story or something and like these are people that like I genuinely like I'm just curious to like get to know because it just they just seem interesting you know it's nice to have people who have similar views as you or like styles as you and so if they post something on their Instagram stories like I'll swipe up and be like oh my gosh that's so cute and then they'll reply back like yeah like thank you so much and then just like little things like that like I think it's really important if you want to start getting into some sort of micro influencing to just make genuine connections because people can smell bullshit you know like it's just like don't be trying like so hard to do a certain thing and I think if you're going in with like the quote-unquote like right mindset like literally just like making genuine connections is the mindset that I had um, and still have because I just it's really fun now like I've definitely grown in the sense that like I like talking to people on social media now so I'm just like hey girl like how's it going or like wow like I love like your new shoes or whatever and you know just have a conversation and it's it's really cool to see how like your community can grow because yeah like like you said it is one thing to post pretty pictures and then whatever but it's like gaining the audience and gaining being part of a community who supports you um is really it's really interesting because once I started following some other micro influencers also I would see like you know who's commenting on their stuff and I was like oh there's more people in this, like, that's cool, you know, and just, like, checking out their pages, and also, I know I see it all the time, but, like, there's a suggested follows on your Instagram, and, like, that's super helpful, you can see, like, people who have, like, the same aesthetic as you, or different, like, vibe, or you guys are, like, posting kind of the same things, and I guess the algorithm, like, picks up on that, and I think that's really cool, and I love, like, finding new people on there. I think as someone who grew up I think I started using the internet when I was like 13. I'm sure you had a similar experience and all these new apps were coming out like Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest, but there was always like that stigma of like, oh, but you don't talk to people online or you don't make friends online. Like that's weird. Especially if we like go back to our hometowns or like the local people (laughs) will say that. I think once I got to like a more confident state of my life and I know what I like, I know my style, I'm confident in what and who I am. It's so easy to just not care anymore and just be like, you know what? I like your picture. I don't know you. I'm going to comment. Like who cares at this point? Also we're in quarantine. We're in a pandemic. I'm lonely. Like that's it. (laughs) It's not that deep. It's not that deep. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I applaud you for getting out of that anxious, I guess, habit of using social media and now you're using it to your advantage. So when I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, yeah, I'm going to interview Vicky. She was like, dude, yeah. Like how does she get partnership with brands? Like, how does that work? Can you describe that? Yeah. Um, so I think it's again in that same sphere of like getting into these communities and like forming these like genuine like connections and stuff. Brands will also I'm sure that they also see like the suggested follows and like the suggested who like who's kind of in that same category and yeah what I'm trying to say is I'm sure that they see it through that and also what's really cool about being in these like communities and stuff is that people love sharing your content and it's so fun and it's nice to like hype someone up I don't know I love doing it and just being like oh my gosh like this is amazing and like reposting it and just like tagging them that definitely helps a lot and that definitely helps brands see you because whatever brands are working with that other person are probably going to see their story and see you or see, you know, whatever post that you're tagged in or something. I feel like that's how brands find micro-influencers and also it's just they also have to do their research, you know, like influencer marketing is a whole different realm in itself. So they definitely have the programs and the things to find who fits and aligns with their brands. And then really they just DM on Instagram and just be like, hey, we love your style. We love what you stand for. We would love to send you something. Or how do you feel about doing a partnership or, you know, like things like that. I think what's really important is like when brands do reach out to influencers, they're reaching out because they see that your content resonates with the kind of people they're trying to reach also and that's really important and that's what brands are starting to see that it doesn't matter if you have 100k followers it really doesn't because anyone is an influencer because like you have like your sphere you have people who are like oh my gosh where did you get your shirt or your earrings are so cool or what do you what products do you use in your hair you know like literally anyone can be an influencer and everyone is an influencer what I'm trying to say is it's really cool that like brands are noticing that it doesn't matter if you have 100,000 followers. It doesn't matter if you're the Kim Kardashian of the world, because at the end of the day, if you have a community who's behind you and that's basically like, like your engagement and, you know, people talking to you, those are the kind of people who are going to purchase things that you say because they care about what you're saying. You know, they resonate with what you're, you're doing or the brands that you're working with. So I think it's also really important to find your your niche and to find what you're passionate about. And, you know, once you start creating things that you're really proud of and you put it out there, like you're going to get that same energy back and you're going to get those brands who, you know, for me personally, it's about like sustainability and like food, like wellness stuff. And, you know, I'll start getting like these different brands who are in that sphere. And it's, it's really cool to see because it's like, wow, like, you know, you would have never noticed me before if I was just posting like things that I didn't actually care about. So yeah. Yeah, you're very right. When I'm looking for some new shoes or a new shirt or maybe a new matcha, like I ask my friends, I'm like this close to purchasing gold matcha because of you. Yes. <laughs> like they're, and they're just like, they're a black owned uh, female business. And so I was like, yeah. if, Vicky, if Vicky stands behind this brand, I'm sure I'll like it too. I think we kind of forget that because there are so many like big influencers, but we forget that our friends are even more influential to what we purchase or consume or think. Can you go back to you living 
a sustainably conscious and health healthy lifestyle? Like how does that influence what you post? What does that look for you day to day? Yeah, so um, I would say that my entire like sustainability, conscious living, all of that has been going on since like 2014. I'm going to pull out the vegan card because <laughs> I was vegan for five years and until like last year, actually, for like personal reasons and I was traveling and whatever. It was a personal decision. I love that you said, I'm going to pull out the vegan card. I'm going <laughs> to use that quote. Yeah. <laughs> Please do, because, like, I need people to know sometimes, because I feel like people still think I'm vegan, and I get that, like, but I also just don't feel the need to be like, hey, I'm not vegan anymore, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, so I've been on this, like, sustainable, conscious living journey since, like, 2014. Um, I started getting into sustainable fashion a couple years ago when I was interning for a small lifestyle sustainable ethical vegan uh, magazine that was in Austin um, called Selva Beat which I love them and they helped me so much but learning more about like sustainable fashion and things like that like that caused me to like stop shopping for like two years which was it's not even that big of a deal but I feel like coming from a very like you know consumerist like going to the mall every weekend and buying something because like that's normal and that's what you do, right? Today, I've still been on that path of sustainable fashion and sustainability in general and just like conscious living, but I I feel like I've reshifted like my focus a little bit more because I, again, which anxiety has like played a big part of this when it comes to social media because once you like put a label on yourself once you put a label on like anything people expect that from you so my instagram handle used to be vicky the vegan and that's what everybody knew me as it was like oh you're vicky the vegan blah 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 and i was like yeah like and i was really passionate about it but like it's like when you make like one little mistake it's like when you just do something that's just out of line to what, you know, you said your values and your morals are. People, I feel like people, like, kind of question that and they, like, come and attack you. And, you know, like, rightfully so. Like, I get it. Like, if you're putting yourself out there, then you kind of have to be able to take the heat in some ways, at least. But I felt like I just couldn't do that anymore. So that's when, like, I changed my Instagram name, whatever. Like, that's not even what this conversation is about. But <laughs> so today, my mindset has just been to like do what feels right for me and just understanding that I'm doing my best and if I'm you know not purchasing as much if I'm sharing like brands that I really like that are doing great and even highlighting brands who are like trying and like trying to make a difference a little bit I think that's it's really cool and again like I just try not to shame people and I never want someone to come to my page and feel like they're being attacked because nobody likes that but yeah I also feel like a lot of that influence, again, like the discussion anyone can be an influencer comes like off of Instagram because I know that, you know, people have come up to me before and they're like, wow, like you were vegan. Like, what was that like? Or where should I go in Austin to eat or San Antonio or whatever? And I feel like that's definitely a form of influencing because, you know, if you're like not an expert, but basically like if you have expertise or knowledge in like something, you know, people are going to like come to you and ask you these things. So I know that like in my my community like people will come up to me and ask me about like sustainable fashion brands that like are affordable for a college student because sometimes it, there's really not that much out there that is like affordable but yeah so people will just like ask me just like different ways to be more like eco 
friendly and conscious and just yeah and I think the the route again that I'm trying to like take is like wellness space too just like it's okay to like mess up it's okay to like have these like eco anxieties and like just like these worries and like feel like you're not doing enough like you don't have to be doing like all of these things to be like a good quote-unquote good person you know like as long as you're trying like that's that's the message that's that's what we're trying to do so I agree with with that mindset because when you're shaming someone, people are not going to listen to you. They're not going to be interested in your cause. If anything, you'll turn them off and they'll continue in their habits. But what we really need is for small affirmations, small communities to slowly realize that it's not doing it perfectly, it's doing things imperfectly. So I think that's something that people should take away from this podcast as well. Um, we're all just trying our best. We're all just trying to create new healthy habits, support sustainable brands, people of color in general. That's Those are also brands that I usually lean towards. So a couple of last questions for you. What advice would you give to someone who is trying to grow their audience or is trying to maybe find their community on social media? First, I would say if you want to like start, you know, posting pictures and doing the, the social media thing. I would just say that, you know, be yourself, be true to who you are, you know, create content and posts and captions that really resonate with you and that you're really happy about because I feel like when you have like positive energy or positive whatever that you're doing and you put that out, you're going to like receive that back. When you do start getting like emails and DMs from all these different brands, you have to kind of like vet them to see if it's something you really want to do in the first place. And then also just, you know, you don't want to be doing like so much in terms of like, you don't want to keep shoving products down people's like throats because like that comes off as like really ingenuine, I feel like. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm headed in that direction and I have to like take a step back and just be like, whoa, like what's, what's really important here? Like, am I, am I just trying to get free product? Like, no, like at the end of the day, I don't, I don't need free product, you know, like I want to be able to like share things that I really like with people and also like, you know, getting paid out of it too is like a really big topic of discussion, especially being a micro influencer because you kind of get like imposter syndrome because you're like, am I even like worth money? But it's like, yeah, because you're influencing people and you're pushing products that, you know, the brand wants. And at the end of the day, all the brand wants is to make money and you're the vessel to make that money for them, you know? So it's, it's definitely challenging to like balance that out but I feel like if you just if you're aligning with the right brands that you want to be aligning with and you're not you know overdoing it then I think it's fine and if you're doing it in a genuine way then that you know you do you really also don't compare yourself to others I know it's so so hard I always have to remind myself that it's just social media is just it's so easy to see these beautiful pictures of these beautiful people or whatever I'm constantly reminding myself that and you know things take time like it's okay if it takes time for a brand to reach out to you but also don't be afraid to reach out to brands you know like put yourself out there I'm trying to do that now and just yeah put yourself out there um and put yourself out there when like connecting with other people on Instagram because it's honestly it's really cool it's fun to like talk to new people I was a very timid and very anxious person before still am a little bit but you know it's like little steps and it's it's really fun making like genuine connections 
happens. Also, you know, consistency, that's pretty, it's key if you want to like grow your brand, making sure you're following the right brands that you even want to be working with and liking their stuff, commenting, you know, trying like get into their community a little bit more if that's genuinely like what you want. Also, take a break from social media every once in a while, and every once in a while because it's very important. I get overwhelmed so easily still, but I think when you're honest and open about that and you like just have like good communication with like your community, then I mean people people understand that. Nobody is like, "Oh my gosh, why didn't you post? Why didn't you do that?" Like there's no pressure on you unless you have a deadline, but there's no pressure on you like just be yourself, do what you need to do, engage with brands, engage with people. And I think you can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone can be an influencer, really. It's weird even calling myself that. Like, it makes me, like, shovel up a little bit because I'm like, ah, like, not really. Like, I'm barely doing anything, but I'm so grateful for the community that I have and for the brands that I am working with right now. It's it's really, really fun. So that was amazing. Thank you so much for, for being on the podcast and sharing your Instagram wisdom, your social media wisdom, your micro influencer wisdom. I think this is a really different conversation that not a lot of people can speak to because it's not like I know a lot of people who use Instagram the way that you do. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I love what you're doing with your Instagram too. Like we love to see it keep going. <laughs> thank you.